Welcome to That Teacher Couple Podcast. I'm Emily. And I'm James. And today, we are talking about that dreaded subject, observations. <clears throat> so, we both have recently had our observations. Blech. And Sorry, I, I, this should have gone a while ago. <laughs> Start, say your name. <laughs> <laughs> when you said that dreaded thing, observations, I was going to go, bleh. <laughs> I was still swallowing coffee. Oh, okay, I see. Yeah, James has a whole spread over here. <laughs> a vegetable sandwich and his coffee. It's a whole thing. I want a vegetable sandwich. Why don't you just call it a sandwich? <laughs> Sorry. Why, why do you have to out me like that? <laughs> also, it's 8 a.m. on a Sunday morning. It's got okay. cheese on it. <laughs> okay, so. Well, well, wait. I'm heating Emily's stinking um peanut butter and jelly on top of my coffee because she pulled out an uncrustable it was frozen <laughs> she pulled an uncrustable out of the freezer and she's like <laughs> carrying it over on top of my coffee she's like thanks for the warmth and i'm like just keep it there so um we're gonna talk about our observations and just like what we do how they go all that type of stuff let's start with planning okay yeah let's yeah. start with planning because that's the first thing on the rubric that you get scored for yeah um, my lesson plan was 13 pages long, <laughs> so I really overdid that, but I was bound and determined to get a high score on that one. Um, basically, you just, like, plan out every little part of your lesson. Because, like, you don't normally do that. No, not but at all. It's, like, the idea that if you're gonna get observed, you want them to know exactly what you're thinking. Exactly. And so with that in mind, I even do like little annotations as we go. So like I'll explain what I do for like step one of my lesson and then I explain why with like a little asterisk. <laughs> I'm like, and this is why I'm doing it this way because I don't want them to ask me any questions. Actually, that's a great point to include. My whole goal for planning is that they don't ask me anything in my pre-conference. <laughs> I want it to be totally spelled out for them so it's super short and we can move on. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Trying to have to deal with people as little as possible. Exactly. Would much, much rather deal with children. <laughs> um, but in that, you include, like, the hook, your full lesson, the closure, how it connects to other subjects, how it builds on their previous history, their previous learning, um, all the assessments that you're going to do, formal and informal, um, how you're going to use that data in the future, like... All of that type of stuff. Things that you think about as a teacher daily, but you don't write down daily. Yeah. We did this a lot in college. Exactly. In college, they hammered into you how to write your steps and plans. And you're like, why do I need to know this? Well, it's stupid. We don't do this for every lesson. Teachers don't do this. But like literally, it's so important for like the, it's so important for the observation so that they can just see like, this is why you're doing what you do. And this is like. The, in your head, this is the train of thought that you're going through in a lesson. And, like, exactly shows that you care and think out what your lesson is about and what your goals are. Yeah, it shows you that you're actually thinking. Yeah, it shows that you're actually thinking for yourself and you're not just, like, following whatever your team does. Mm -hmm. um, there's, like, purpose behind what you're doing. Exactly. Oh, I like that. Ooh. <laughs> Thank you. Yeah, so why? <laughs> so then um, you have a date set, at least for, like, the announced observations. Um, so then you have to tell your class because they're going to notice <laughs> that 
a principal sitting <laughs> in your classroom and it will make them nervous and shut down. So is there anything you do to prepare them? Okay, I think we have two different tactics. Okay. I don't tell them a thing until like right before. So I'll be like, on the day of that morning, at our morning meeting, I'll be like, okay guys, we're gonna have a guest today and they're gonna be watching to make sure that we're having, that we are uh, doing a good job in class. Mm -hmm. So they're making sure to see that I'm teaching okay. They're also gonna be looking to see if you guys are learning all, all right. Mm -hmm. To see if you guys are doing your job too. So all of us have to make sure we're doing our job. Yeah. No, I, I literally do the same thing. I've had partners in the past that will tell the kids that they are being observed, like that the mm -hmm. principal is coming to watch them. And I don't know. Uh, instead, I frame it more like they just want to see what a normal day in our class is like. And don't worry, my class is set up so that nothing will be different. You just do everything, act normal, yeah. be on your best behavior. And they will be so proud of you because I'm always so proud of you. Like that type of thing. <laughs> really build them up. <laughs> there are some people who completely change their class for an observation. And that no, is like exactly. the biggest mistake. Yeah. And then the kids don't follow along. Like they don't know what's going on. <laughs> so when a kid is like, huh, why are we doing it like this? Yeah. Shut, 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 shut. <laughs> no, exactly. Where literally I try to run my classroom as similarly to my observation as possible. Exactly. Because one, that shows I'm a good teacher right yeah i don't know but two also then the kids could actually like follow through it's the idea of teaching for the test but like in a good way where you're like i constant i teach every day as if like i'm preparing to be observed yeah well that's part of it sometimes you'll get the unannounced observations when they just walk in uh -huh. and so it would be harder to change your whole lesson mm -hmm. <laughs> to fit their expectations like, um there are some fun things that I would much rather do during class instead of some of the stuff I do do. And, like, I love my class mm -hmm. this year. But, like, last year, there were so many times I was like, I'd just much rather do this fun activity with my second graders than, like, this, right. like, lesson in our English curriculum. But I was like, anybody could walk in at any moment. And also, I need to be on track in case I have an observation. So I cannot fall behind. And yeah. literally, I feel like I can work myself into a hole like that where I'm just like... Must yeah. be on track. Must be good all the time. <laughs> no, that's a good thing. And I'm sure it benefits the kids too, yeah. right? Exactly. It does. <laughs> They're learning. Yeah. I don't just like sit around playing two crazy with them. Exactly. So then the observation actually comes and the kids always clam up. Like it does not matter how old they are or what you're doing. Mm -hmm. um, the moment they w the visitor walks in, they like get way quieter than usual. Oh my gosh. <laughs> Let's go to how... In my morning meeting, the assistant principal walks in, and my kids are all sitting there, supposed to be answering their questions. I go, okay, number 19, um, when's the time when you had to stand up for something that you believe in? And they just look at me. They're like, I don't know. And I'm like, <laughs> come on. Like, I know I have, like, a cozy environment. Like, I feel like I make my kids very comfortable. So the fact that they, like, immediately shut down when they're like, authority figure, authority figure. <laughs> they can call my mom. <laughs> Literally, um, for my morning meeting, the day of my observation, uh, we were like preparing for our class presidency. Um, but then also we had like a little bit of extra time. So I showed like my theme song video, which is a video I made at the beginning of the year of the kids. It's like a lyric video to this song that I picked out. It's a whole thing. Um, but my homeroom 
has started singing along with it. So I was like, oh, this will be great if they actually sing along to it. And like the assistant principal will see that. That'll be so cool. Like, I don't know. And she commented on it. But I was like, they were not singing as much as they usually do. Yeah. <laughs> like, usually it's the whole class and it's loud and adorable. This was like one kid that had a little bit of bravery. That's good. That's good. So, yeah, yeah. exactly. When mine happened, I did not do our game because we always do the prompt and then a game and mm-hmm. i was like we have to save time for miss we don't want to waste miss uh we don't want to waste we don't want to waste the assistant principal's time so we're not going to do our we'll save our game for the end oh there you go i don't know if we ever got to it i think we did i think i rewarded them like you were so good let's do our harmony game <laughs> nice nice so yeah and then the observation usually goes pretty well uh you just pretend like the visitor isn't there and we have to go back to yes the Harmony Games, which are so good. I'm so glad that our school counselor provided such wonderful materials for us. Hey, oh, shout curriculum. out to our school counselor. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> there we go. So then for the actual lesson, you just act like the visitor isn't there. And it usually goes pretty well. And sometimes the kids will forget that they're there, we which just... can be a good thing or, or a, bad thing. <laughs> a bad thing. I have a story. <clears throat> So my lesson was like very student led when I did this observation a couple weeks last week. I don't remember. Um, And so it was a lot of like turn and talk to your neighbor or work with your partner to do this thing. And so I'm like making my way around to the groups, just like asking prompting questions and stuff. And I turn around and there is one partner sitting on the floor um, doing the work that he's supposed to be doing. Because like when they're when they work in partners like this, they aren't always at desks. Yeah. So he's on the floor doing his work. And his partner is standing up, turned around in a bookshelf. Like she's, she has her notebook in my bookshelf for my classroom library, not working with him. And I go over and I realize she's drawing and I, I reach my hand out and I do that really nice thing where you're like, Hey, what you doing? (laughs) And she was like, um, and I was like, do we ever draw in class? And like my smile is so stinking big. I'm like, this is horrible. And (laughs) I would destroy you. Literally. And she was like, no. And she shakes her head and she does like the little like cowering almost type of thing where she knows she's about to be in trouble. And I was like, okay, so I'm going to take this and go work with your partner. And like still very smiley acting like everything's okay. Um, We get to, we go out for lunch in the middle of my observation, um, we had to take a break. <laughs> and she comes back with this note that was like, I am sorry for drawing in your class. Because I had had this whole conversation with her like on the way to lunch, like, I know that you don't usually draw in class. So what makes you think that we can just like randomly draw today? And she was like, I don't know, I'm so sorry. <laughs> like On and on and I was like, goodness. And, but in her, in her apology note, I'm sorry for drawing in your class. Drawing was spelled J-A-W-L-I-N-G. So drawing. I was like, ah. So I can't even show the assistant principal and be like, look, she was drawing, but we fixed it. I'm like, no, I can't. (laughs) So The kid's English teacher is just like. I know. (laughs) Can't teach her how to spell or anything. (laughs) (laughs) I try to keep it as normal as possible. But sometimes the kids do not cooperate with that. Mm-hmm. Like, they won't do those fun things, like singing their songs. Yes. I had in second grade this day where um, we're going over our number talk and, like, I'm trying to get them to regroup, basically. Mm-hmm. And 
the kids are like, I'm like, yeah, so it's nine and seven is uh, 16, so 90 and 70 is 160. I was like, why? Where did you get that 100? I don't understand. And they were like, well, when you put that many tens together, it like went on this tangent. And I was like, I need to get them to do a rhyme because our kids, I came up with this rhyme for them because they're in second grade. Whereas 10 tens makes a hundred. So you go 10 with your fingers, mm-hmm. then make tens with your arms because that's the base 10 block thing. And then you cross your arms and you nod and you go, makes a hundred. <laughs> and I wanted my kids to do it so bad while the principal was there. <laughs> and You're like, show off for me. Literally, I'm like, show <laughs> off, show off. So I was like, huh, so how many tens makes a hundred? And a kid stands up and they go, ten tens makes a hundred. I was like, hey, you got me. And I look over at the principal and I'm like, please acknowledge. I was like, thank you for showing off for my boss. (laughs) I literally said that. (laughs) That's awesome. It was great. Yeah, no, there are always the kids that I'm like, I know I can rely on them to actually say what I want them to say, Mm -hmm. but it would be so obvious if I just called on them the whole time. So I'm like trying to call on other people first and lead up to getting to this kid. Saving them (laughs) for the perfect buildup. Exactly. Anything else you want to add? Anybody? Anybody? Oh, look, you again. (laughs) My poor girl in the front who is so smart and she is so like deep about it too. Like she understands it conceptually. Mm Mm-hmm. And I just don't call on her because I have to save her. I right. have to save her for the big ones. She wants, she, but she knows the answer to all of this. She's always like getting dejected and she stops putting her hand up because I don't call on her. I'm like, please, I'm going to use you. I need you for the big ones. Yeah. I'm saving you. Exactly. So, um, so then after your observation, then they leave and then you get a post-conference, which is where they tell you your scores. And you have to like self-score yourself first. And I don't really know why if i'm being honest um Let's see where oh yeah it's a good point i guess i don't know i'm like i think to make you be reflective i know at some schools if you are like more than one point off from what your boss rated you you have to like argue it or something i don't why you know, i don't know i'm anyway, glad we don't have to do that because i gave myself all threes just like straight down the middle i was like it seemed very average to me yeah, yeah. <laughs> um and i'm basically always that way i always have high hopes for like this is going to change the world and then i'm like wow it was just a normal lesson <laughs> yeah. i rated myself and i gave myself a good array of things like i went down to two and i think i gave myself a one and i like gave myself a five i think and i gave myself a couple fours and then i was like why would I do this? Why would I do this? She's going to think I'm an egotistical person. And I was way too happy with myself. I remember in my post-conference, I was like, yeah, I feel really good about the lesson. And I was like, I sound like a piece of garbage. Oh, yeah, I feel good about the work that I did. You idiot. That's how I felt. Yeah, no, I never, I never do that. I'm always like, well, I guess it was okay that you saw this one, but... So, um, so yeah, and then they have to like tell you about what you did and okay, word from the wise, always have something ready that you want to work on because they're going to ask you what you think you can improve on. So I always have something ready (laughs) so I don't have to think of it right there. Um, and usually I pick the same thing because it's the same thing that I've been struggling with forever, but yeah. That's just like, that just makes my life easier. Oh, and you like have to take your student work to the 
post-conference so they can like see what your kids actually did which is good i screwed myself up this time because for my <laughs> she asked me what i think i could improve on mm-hmm. and i was like questioning because that's a good go-to yeah nobody's usually good at questioning but i got a four in questioning <laughs> so i was like oh no <laughs> oh no it was like anything else and i was like oh <laughs> that was my go-to <laughs> yeah that's so funny it's really funny we have i've always had good bosses that like will give you a lot of positive feedback whether it is in the post conference which usually but also i've had them send like emails as they leave my room or this past time um the visitor left a note for me on my desk that was like i liked this part of your lesson or whatever which is like a little good ego boost especially when teachers are feeling a little depleted depleted (laughs) um and so it's just like i don't know a little bit of encouragement which is nice i'm like i often come out of a post-conference feeling better than i went in so really i I guess it's good for my mental (laughs) (laughs) well-being yeah um i love good feedback yes so much and mtsu brainwashed me into that because literally I love getting, like, to see where exactly on the rubric I can improve and knowing exactly what things I need to do. Mm-hmm. Like, I've literally already made changes in my classroom where I'm like, okay, I didn't do this, this, or this. I need to go do those now. And I've started implementing it. Yeah, I did that for years. I feel like this observation for the first time is something that I don't tangibly need to change. It's something that, like, I need to change with what I'm saying um, and, like, stuff that I'm planning ahead on. But, like almost every single observation beforehand I've like added something to my classroom or changed something to better meet the criteria for when we're scored which I think is kind of cool it makes my room move more like seamlessly I don't know yes it's nice I like that feedback of like people that have been in our shoes Mm -hmm. and I like seeing like the research there where it's like it'll be better if you do this absolutely so yeah so, yeah, observations aren't that bad. Yeah. I remember when I did my first professional one, like, my first one as a teacher-teacher. Mm-hmm. I, like, felt like I was going to throw up. And now, it's like nothing. I have only gotten more stressed the older I've gotten. I because when when I was, like, a first-year teacher, we, we had just come from student teaching when we were being observed all day, every day. Um, and so I was like, oh, someone's coming to my classroom? Cool. <laughs> um, but now I feel like it's a bigger deal because it happens less often. Right. But I don't know. Even with that, it's still not the end of the world. Like, I don't stress about it that much. Mm-hmm. I think about it constantly. But I'm like, well, there's nothing else I can do. <laughs> other people are more worried about them than me. Everybody is either way more worried about it than me or way less. And either way, it's stressing me out. Like, <laughs> hey, come <Yeah>. on. <laughs> this was the first of many. <laughs> <laughs> this um, was the first of many. Exactly. So good luck on the rest of them. You too. All right. All right. Bye.